Hello, welcome back to another week of soul embodiment. This is Janya Wongsopa. I have created this podcast to share with you ways that we can successfully exist as spirit within the wonderful, sensitive, complex, intelligent vehicles our souls occupy called human bodies via connecting to the larger universal spirit below, above, and all around. Thank you for being here, for being in your lane as we ride the waves of the astrological, elemental, universal, chaotic, synchronous, and earthbound life alongside one another. I am here with you. I see you. I feel you. And I cannot wait to share with you my delineation of this week's planetary energies that will hopefully help both of us to navigate life toward where our spirits need to move, how our hearts need to blossom, and what our souls need to learn this week and beyond. And there is no learning without embodiment. We need the ego and the meat suit or the bone bags, however you want to visualize it, that also comes with the sexy and much desired human brain. Yet, we can be downloading and memorizing a lot of information without allowing it to live through us in order to become a long-term memory or knowledge that we embody, that informs our behaviors, which allow us to then find out for real through trials and errors and learning actual life lessons drawn from the embodied experiences. The Buddha said some time ago something like this, that we should never believe in what others tell us to believe, what the texts or the scriptures teach us, but we should believe when we experience something ourselves. There is no knowledge without a physical utilization of the information in the present, and there is no wisdom without adapting that knowledge to serve the body and other bodies in the future by preventing them from destruction. So wisdom is actually preemptive action. Knowledge brings solution. Wisdom brings 
resolution, a physical sickness, a mental imbalance, or a relationship disharmony occurs when we suppress, repress, or oppress how the spirit needs to move through the body, which is how the soul needs to evolve. This podcast focuses on wisdom and resolution because these are the tools for the soul. When I deal with my own health issues, my soul doesn't just want symptomatic relief. In fact, my soul will forego symptomatic relief for long-term health and wellness. It wants causal relief. It needs to know the core issues of the condition so that it can truly resolve the karma or the action or inaction so that the problem no longer exists. This is how the soul evolves. It removes and not just pacify a problem so that it can move on to the next karmic entanglement. And fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how much suffering you are already experiencing, there will never be a complete disentanglement on this earth or in an embodied state. An embodied state is a state of interdependence or entanglement. Health and harmony are not static. Stasis is stagnation. It is chronic destruction and death. Rebirth and maintenance resolve destruction and death. And death, of course, allows for rebirth. Because the soul is an embodied spirit, its perspective or somatic experience is a holistic state. A holistic measure is a preventative measure that encompasses the entirety of life circumstance. If we want to heal the causal issues of our troubles, physical illness, mental health, and relationship disharmony, we need to look at and remove what have been blocking our soul's movement its transformation, evolution, and growth. I am working more and more at the one-on-one level, looking at my clients and students' health goals, career dreams, and spiritual visions that support the healing of their past and present imbalances as well as their removal like a cancer condition that can go into a remission after a chemotherapy but return even more aggressively after some time 
solving a current condition without resolving the root cause is a temporary cure. Resolving issues from happening in the future requires unraveling of the ego's effort to hold on to the safety of the past familiarity or stasis, including parental and societal conditioning or belief system. A job of an ego is to protect its individual self and their persona or self-image that allows separation to exist, which of course very important if you want to survive and thrive in a society. But we are talking about excess stagnation within the ego structure that perpetuates suppression, repression, and oppression of the body's natural urges, emotional desires, and mental or relational development. The ego needs to work for the soul and not the other way around. Remembering that you are spirit in a human body is the deep work of soul tending. Let's take a look now at the overall energy of this week's planetary transits and how it is reminding us that we are embodied souls in the web of spirit that unifies, maintains, dissolves, and recreates elementally and eternally. This week's powerful lunation integrates the coolness and clarity of the sun in Aquarius and the fiery and willful moon in Leo. The full moon in Leo is yang and extrovert. There is a sense of forward movement and readiness to socialize. Yet there is plenty of yin and introversion of the gibbous lunar phase leading to the full moon. This is the week to fully embody the yin-yang of relationship. While the sun transits through the fixed air Aquarius, they are farthest from their home sign, Leo. This reflects the cold and clear days of the midwinter in the northern hemisphere. The ability to see far into the horizon beyond the naked trees relates to the future-oriented Aquarius. The Aquarius season invites us to plan for a better future and for the collective humanity. As the moon in Leo embodies the full light of the sun in Aquarius, there is an integration between personal will and authentic expression of Leo and humanitarian concerns of Aquarius. 
innovative ideas that bridge our present conditions to the better future, and our hearts to every heart of the community are plentiful this week. The more we co-create with others, the greater we can transform personal creativity into social innovation. Embodiment is at peak during the full moon phase this week or the end of the week, when interpersonal relationship becomes mature. Each of us gain the capacity to perceive the differences between "quote unquote" me and you as we communicate our needs and wants. Dialogue, negotiation, and diplomacy require not just communication skills but also open-heartedness, a Venusian quality. They also require the willingness to reinforce fairness and justice with assertiveness, a Martian quality. Our core values are not meant for negotiation. Healthy bonding ensures that what we co-create with others now will become fruitful in the future. So I'm talking about, you know, the interpersonal skills that we cultivate during the full moon, and then we can harvest the fruit of these skills during the waning gibbous phase. Venus and Mars are squaring off right before the Moon enters Leo on Saturday. The transit reflects the difficulty of actualizing the balance between the heart and gut, the higher mind, and the ego urges. Yet, this is the phase of illumination. We are meant to perceive all the difficulties that can occur in relationship, in order to cultivate greater interpersonal skills. Last week's waxing half moon in Taurus rooted us to our past life lessons, where we could learn about energy preservation. When the root system is strong, the energy is carried upward to the heart. We have the capacity to give generously without uprooting ourselves or losing our hearts. This is the week to drop into our heartfelt values. Strong bonds require healthy boundaries. A relationship is strong when we can collaborate with one another without losing what feels true in our hearts. Preserving our energy and resources allows us to heal the body and serves humanity at the same time. Self-preservation. Is an embodied spiritual practice we all need right now. The sextile between Venus in Pisces and North Node in Taurus on Thursday, as well as the Sun in Aquarius 
and Chiron in Aries on Wednesday indicate that when we heal ourselves all the way to the root system and gut instincts, we can heal our past, evolve emotionally, and realize social progress. The overall energy of this week is collaborative and loving. It intensifies and climaxes on Sunday when the full moon in Leo arrives right after Venus in Pisces squares Mars in Gemini. As we embody more of ourselves through interdependence, we can get caught in codependency, counter-codependency, or misplaced and inappropriate affection within friendship and work partnership. Tension and conflicts create the need for integration and resolution. The full moon in Leo on Sunday shines the light into ways that we have been inauthentic in relationship, especially within the social media or online sphere. It invites us to release unhealthy bonding and free our hearts to give and receive in ways that feel authentic, humanistic, generous, and generative. As we expand relationship awareness of self and otherness, respect boundaries and root in core values, we can embody true belonging and express true autonomy through the pure heart that is Leo. Now let's explore the daily transits and learn how to embody healthy bonding in order to live in a generous and generative world. On Monday, January 30th, this week begins with a deepening desire to relate as the waxing Gibbous Moon in Gemini is busy making aspects with Venus, Jupiter, Mars, and the Sun today. Their conversations are mostly lighthearted, yet not without arguments. The moon squares Venus in the morning, conjoins Mars in the evening, and sets off the tension between Venus in Pisces and Mars in Gemini throughout the week. While this is the time to embody more of yourself through relationship, Moon in Gemini is easily dysregulated and overwhelmed by excess communication due to their airy nature. As you receive and absorb information and assimilate new ideas, you need some quiet time, especially between 8 to 10 a.m. or 7 to 9 a.m. during the daylight saving, which is the Gemini season within the 24-hour clock. 
to process them. Slowing down to chew your food and information well will allow you to stomach all that you receive today. On Mars Day, Tuesday, January 31st, Moon in Gemini square Neptune in Pisces is a difficult yet potent transit today as it is the only planetary conversation happening. The transit is a big part of this week's energetic theme on balancing the masculine and feminine mind and heart, objectivity and intuition, yang and yin, As the online communication and learning spread globally, human consciousness too expands. However, mental expansion without spiritual connection does not fulfill emotional need and soul desire to unite within and with the divine. Alienation is pervasive at this time of mass migration and social media-induced loneliness. The desire to upgrade socially is completely normal and human. In fact, its suppression may point to counter-dependency, the denial of social need and fear of interdependence. Neptune in Pisces is a bigger energy that wants to teach the moon in Gemini By learning how to connect to your spiritual values, intuition, and dreams via self-forgiveness, compassion, and emotional release, you will be able to fulfill both your social need and soul desire without losing healthy autonomy. On Mercury Day, Wednesday, February 1st, the moon is void of course today after making a sweet trine to Saturn in Aquarius. The transit supports the mind to focus on the only planetary conversation between the sun and Chiron today. Sun in Aquarius, sextile, Chiron in Aries shines a loving light into personal and collective healing. There is hope for the future when the past wound is seen and accepted. Collective mental health depends on individuals' awareness of social safety. The collective is ahead of the judicial and legislative systems when it comes to social progress. According to the Pew Research, currently 61% of Americans say abortion should be legal, while 37% say it should be illegal in all or most cases. And according to ABC News, and Washington Post poll in September of 2019, 56% of Americans support banning assault weapons sales. There are already more guns than humans in the U.S., yet 
The majority of Republicans believe that more guns will keep America safer. If you are aligning with the future progress, today's transits ensure you to keep up the healing work and collaborate with those in your community who are on the path of integration. Progress is happening. Even if you cannot see it now, on Jupiter Day, Thursday, February second, Venus in Pisces sextile North Node in Taurus is even more magnanimous as it occurs after the waxing gibbous moon in Cancer makes a gentle trine to Venus in Pisces. And before a lovely sextile to Uranus in Taurus, this is a yin bomb <laughs> to the yang phase of the upcoming full moon in Leo. The best way to bask in this enchanting forest of a transit is to enrich your sensual experience through spiritual embodiment. You can. Literally, be doing a forest bath, and that would be just a perfect way to celebrate today's transit. Take a shamanic dream journey. Cook a nourishing meal. Listen to sweet music. Sing to your lover. Mother yourself or practice real tantra, which has to do with making sacred your mundane task, seeing divinity in all humans, and sensing goddess in all that you smell, taste, feel, see, and hear. Allow your heart to touch your creative womb today. On Venus Day, Friday, February third, you need all the yin you can cultivate to cushion the blow of today's major Yang transit. Sun in Aquarius square Uranus in Taurus indicates rebelliousness and power struggle between the young and the old, new paradigm and old belief system. New thinking and old systems, climate, environmental, and public health crises, as well as extreme inequality, are the results of human division. Global traumatic events such as the pandemic and the Russian-Ukraine war can be heard daily in the news, responded by the world's governing systems, and led. To social change and paradigm shift, progress is made through organization of chaos and unpredictability. At fifteen degree of Aquarius and Taurus, the Sun and Uranus are at peak interpersonal embodiment. Uranus is the bigger energy who is teaching the Sun to embrace change through energy saving and self preservation. This is the time to embrace interdependence. 
However, before you can help others with your innovative ideas, you must first revolutionize your self-discipline and self-sufficiency. You cannot think outside the box if there is no box that protects and limits you. Take care of your personal systems by regulating your nerves and accounting your finance. The stronger your nervous system, family system, and work system, the more you can contribute to the social system. On Saturn day, February 4th, the moon enters Leo right after midnight and makes easeful conversations with Jupiter in Aries and Mars in Gemini throughout the day. The transit expands the fiery energy of Mars, which is wonderful for self-confidence. However, be mindful of passion that could fuel an already intense situation. Channeling the energy toward physical exercise helps your mental focus and burns off physical toxicity and emotional hostility. Venus in Pisces square, Mars in Gemini in the evening is a duel between the heart and mind, between unconditional love and the human relationship that needs physical and emotional boundaries. The transit reflects the difficulty of being spirit in a meat suit that is the beautiful, mortal, and finite body. Your heart wants to be wide open and inclusive. Your mind needs to negate and organize in order to protect your heart. Straddling between the two worlds is your soul. For your soul to evolve past your karma, trauma, or your predecessor's emotional and mental limitations, you must learn to contain your sexual energy, passion, and aggression, as well as rooting in your spiritual desire to merge with the divine. Misplaced affection within friendship and work partnership, especially unwelcome sexual favor and advance through invasive communication is one of the shadow expressions of this transit. Healthy sexual boundaries requires healthy executive function of the prefrontal cortex. The mind needs to protect the body and spirit. Connecting to spiritual values through self-reflection and soul contemplation support the function of the prefrontal cortex. You know that your forebrain or the mind is in service 
of your midbrain or emotional brain and aligns with your hide brain or the autonomic functions of the body when you communicate your feelings, needs, and goals clearly and responsibly with compassion. And finally, on Sunday, February 5th, happy full moon in Leo. As the moon reflects the fullness of the sun, the heart is exposed and the ego can be seen clearly, which is both a good thing and it can also be intense. The full moon in Leo shines the light on where and how you have been inauthentic in relationship, especially within the social media or online community. Your true color comes out when you interact with others. Paradoxically, the larger the community, especially the global social media, the easier it is to feel invisible and the greater desire to use extreme or extremely curated expressions to represent your will, creativity, and authenticity. But is it really authentic? The full moon in Leo occurs at 10.28 a.m. Pacific Standard Time today. This lunation reminds you to connect from your heart and to release anything that is not in alignment with generosity and generativeness. The qualities that nurture your heart and nourish all hearts. The full moon in Leo encourages you to bravely embody your creative gifts via sharing them with your community. Your creativity is a glue for community bonding. When you express it from your heart, there is a greater coherence in your communication that resonates with other hearts. In Chinese medicine, the heart meridian is at peak function during the Leo season when all emotions can be felt more fully, especially the feeling of joy. Joy is the sensation of fullness in the heart with the capital H. If you want to honor the full moon in Leo and your heart, you might practice self-reflection through connection with a variety of major emotions including sadness, fear, anxiety, grief, hate, boredom or dullness, confusion, and joy. Notice what memories, mental images, and sensations show up as you reflect on them. Allow the emotions and memories to move through your heart by feeling the sensation inside your chest cavity. Journal your experience by allowing your hand to feel the feelings in your chest as you write. 
the greater your heart's capacity, again, that's with the capital S, to receive and express your feelings, the stronger bond you have within and with each and everyone that you connect and communicate with. Thank you for meditating on your and our collective soul journeys with me. I would love to work with you one-on-one if you are ready to resolve repetitive issues that keep you in a state of unrest, poor health, malcontent, and unfulfilled. I would also love to collaborate with you in expanding your already abundant life through identifying and aligning with your next life goal, karmic resolution, and of course, soul growth. You can book my service at janyawongsopa.com that is j-a-n-y-a-w-o-n-g-s-o-p-a.com i love and appreciate you very much may this week bring you much joy through healthy bonding fruitful collaboration and generous communications